Hi, I'm Adewale Adejumo. I build businesses and I also teach people how to take control of their lives. You are listening to the Happy Like Buddha podcast where I'll be bringing you some of the best personal growth mentors and entrepreneurs on the planet and they will be sharing the best ideas on personal growth for mind, body, spirit and work. A word from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by dropstore.co.za. If you want to start an online e-commerce business, Dropstore helps you create an online website and it helps you find products from suppliers to sell on your online store, add them to your online store and ship them directly to your customers easily. You will never have to pay upfront for an inventory, which keeps your risks very low. Visit dropstore.co.za to find products or to distribute your products to the thousands of resellers on the platform. Use Dropstore to start and grow your online business today. Waleya, welcome to Happy Like Buddha. If you're joining us, it's because you, my friend, have a vision. You have a vision for your life, not as it is, but how it could be. And our goal is to ensure that you gain the skills from the simple to the seemingly impossible. And the guests that we bring on are the people that I truly believe have the insights and knowledge to help you convert your ideas into concrete reality. And that transformation is what this podcast is really about, which brings me to my next guest. If you've ever, if you've ever thought about starting your own brand, your, your own clothing brand, thought of designing, thought of being in the big stages, you know, um, selling your product overseas internationally, then you wanna then you wanna listen to my next guest today because she's someone that did just that. My guest is, is the creative director of at Wumburi, a clothing brand that promotes and empowers African culture. She's also a manager at Flow Group Mozambique, a company that specializes in organize, organization um, culture, leadership, training, and development. I would like to welcome with me Chamuso. With me, welcome to Aflag Buddha. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, such a pleasure to be here, especially with you. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited to have this conversation with you and share with everyone um, whatever I can. And hopefully it can inspire someone to make their next big step. I love that. You know, guys, I've known Whitney for about 11 years and she's been a dear friend, a person whom I actually admire a lot because she has taken action steps, okay, to make a vision a reality. Because I remember when we met around 2010, 2011, okay, that was a long time ago. You, we, we were right. both students at that time. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then within, if in, within, in less than five years after you were done with varsity, actually you met me in varsity and you finished varsity before yeah. I did. And I think I was doing, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I, <laughs> yeah, my master's was, was a really long, took, took me a really, really long time <laughs> and you left varsity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And the next thing we saw that you had started this clothing brand and you had actually taken this brand to the level to which 
you were being interviewed on international platforms like CNN. So guys, just understand how, you know, how big a vision is and how far she went with that vision. So what I'd like to know is like, because you are, you are one of many creators, I mean, like you, you're my friend, I see you as, you know, Whitney, most people might not see you as Whitney, <laughs> they have this, you know, because you were a creative that had ideas on design, like what did you do differently for you to get to the level that you took yourself and your clothing brand? Um, first of all, I never studied fashion. Um, if you ask me for specific fabric names or cuts, I won't be able to tell you, but I had, um, I had a question. It started with a question um, and uh, a necessity to understand myself. I lived abroad for a good while and uh, I never really knew what it meant to explain to people that I was Mozambican, especially because of this accent that I've, I picked up. So <laughs> it was hard explaining to people uh, what made me Mozambican. And out of that question of identity, who am I? What does it mean to be Mozambican? What does it mean to be a Mozambican woman? It was a question that I asked a lot of the people in the same range, uh, age range as I, and nobody could answer that. And I said like, okay, so we are drinking so much of this global trend, but yet we don't know who we are. So how do we stand our ground despite all this influence? And that's where the journey began to, to, to tell a story and help young Mozambicans and eventually Africans who they are, where they come from. And that's what makes you, you. So I said, okay, if I have a podcast or write a book about this, young people are not gonna read it, point blank. What do young people like? Fashion. Okay, let's attack fashion. Uh, am I gonna make clothes? Uh, I'm not really the best at that. Let's use something that already exists, which is a head wrap, and let's give it a story. Um, everyone- I love that. If you can remember, our mothers wore a head yeah, <laughs> our mothers wore head wraps to protect their heads when they were carrying goods from one place to the other. They, they use it as a fashion accessory. And it was about bringing a story to something that already existed and something that I could resemble to point blank. There wasn't any magic to it. It was simply giving a fabric, a piece, a story that I could look in the mirror, that my grandmother could look in the mirror, that my kids could look in the mirror and connect to. And that's that that was what made the magic. And surprisingly, it worked. I didn't have an office. I didn't have resources. I didn't even have the cash for this. I had a phone, I had Instagram, I had Facebook, and it happened. Uh, this whole digital influencer thing worked <laughs> in my favor. It wasn't the plan. It was supposed to be a movement that became a brand. Um, and it didn't happen overnight. Let me make that clear. Um, I sent a lot of my work to very many different platforms. Um, How long did for it example, take? Wow. I think to, to make it in Mozambique, it took me about a year. And it was me connecting with artists, connecting with famous people, doing a lot of my work for free for a minute. And then mm. I was like, now I, I'm, the, I'm the person here, you know? And then internationally, I sent a lot of my stuff to South African magazines. And only a year and a half later did Elle magazine contact me. 
So this is where the factor of patience comes. I feel like a lot of us young people give up on the first, like, okay, I sent my word to Wale. He didn't reply. I DM my word to Wale. He didn't tell me if it was good. It took me a year and a half to get L to, 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 to um, do a cover, uh, uh, um, to report my work in two years and a half for CNN to reach me. So by the time CNN reached out, I wasn't even thinking about it. When we did the, the <laughs> when we filmed it here in Mozambique, I was actually thinking, uh, they're gonna go back, look at this and be like, nah, it's not what we really want. I only believed that it happened when I watched it and I was like, wow, this is happening, this is major. So uh, answering the question really quickly, it's you having a story to tell. That's what people want to do, a story that connects with people, a story that will make people um, believe in themselves, believe in where they come from. And that's it, people just want to connect and see resemblance of themselves in things, in people, in experiences. It's what makes a product, mm. I And guess. I feel like, Good. yeah. And I feel like that's one of the most underused tool in our arsenal, our stories. Yeah, very much, very much. Um, you could sell me two types of water, but if you give me a story to, to one of them, I'll buy the one with a story because I want to experience that story. I want to tra travel through that story. Right now we can't travel. And the best way to do it is through stories, movies, books, documentaries, conversations, they're all stories because we want to see where these stories can take us, where they take us back to and how maybe it can reference to, to, to my future. So it's all about the story you, you, you bring forward. You know, it could be the craziest story, but it has a story. That's, you know, that's I, have an, yeah, I have an idea right now when you mentioned water, I was thinking of bottled water with an African design rapper with an African mm -hmm. story. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's just what popped into my mind. <laughs> wouldn't, you, wouldn't you buy it though? Wouldn't huh? you buy it? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't you buy it? I think, <laughs> no, I, th I, th I think I definitely will. You know, I can just see a white and then with African, you know, like trimming on the edges of the top and at the bottom um and let's yes. write that down um, i don't think it's gonna make me any money though but <laughs> you know so the second thing so so the first thing you mentioned right was was that was that you actually found a purpose something that was bigger than yourself um with you wanting to wanting to wanting to one uh, well come you know taking taking from your own experience from you we, with your accent, which is not really Mozambican. <laughs> okay. Um, by the way, where is your accent from? This is funny. I, 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 I lived in Japan for six years, went to an international school. And I think I picked it up there and from a family friend that used to take care of me for most of the time. And she was American. So I guess. So that's that. a good American, <laughs> American accent from, do you speak Japanese? Uh, choto, choto, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> All right. Konnichiwa. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, man. I, I also know a little bit of Japanese as well. Um, 
know what's like Fujitsu, Yokohama, <laughs> <laughs> Subaru, <laughs> Toyota. <laughs> we all started there. We all started. We have to start somewhere, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know. So how many, how many of this, of this um, emails did you send out? before you actually got responses wow. back. In Mozambique, um, in, in, in South Africa, over, um, internationally as well? This is funny because the other day I was looking into my messenger inbox on Facebook and I saw messages that I sent to artists in Mozambique back then. Like, hi, I'm Whitney, I have this product, would you like to try it? And looking now, I would say that I got to work with at least 98% of the people here in Mozambique that I DM'd. Um, I wasn't embarrassed. Um, I took a chance. And some of them are even like friends or close people to me today. Um, Mozambique is catches trends very easily. So if one person does it, then everyone else wants to do it. It worked in, 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 in our favor. South Africa was a different ground. Here's where um, I got lucky, maybe. Um, I did the same thing in South Africa, sent it to various artists in, in South Africa. And the one person that gave me a chance was uh, Nomuzi. She was back then uh, a TV host at, on MTV or Vuzu, I don't remember. And she said, and she, she used to like to wear head wraps. She was bald back then and she liked head wraps. And I said, look, I see you like head wraps. I got a brand, it's popping, give it a try. And she said, okay, can you bring it? Can you bring it to my house? Can you bring it to South Africa? I was all the way in Mozambique. Mind you, it's a six, seven hour drive to Joburg. I was broke, Wale. I found a way to get myself to Joburg. I asked my cousin if I could crash at his house. He drove me to Nomuzi's house. I only stayed in Nomuzi's house for 10 minutes. I gave her the head wraps. I made her some clothes. She was super happy. And then that was it. It was all this effort for 10 minutes that was super worthwhile. That was how badly she, you wanted it. Exactly. And then she wore it to a famous gala, posted it on her Instagram, and boom. That was the first um, door in South Africa. And then I didn't push as much, but then um, Elle magazine happened. And then I got to do the Yali leadership program in Johannesburg. Um, and then I got to do the CNN. And then two, three years ago, I got to do the Nelson Mandela fellowship uh, program in the US, all through knocking on these doors and not being embarrassed to, to showcase what I believed in and for both uh, the Yali and the Nelson Mandela, it was simply saying, I believe in this. I believe that Africans have to be responsible on, on caring, um, on making sure uh, the future is rooted in what we believe in and it's not so influenced um, or, 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 or driven by, by um, exterior people. So it's always, it's always worked in my favor to just not 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 feel embarrassed i feel like so many young people and i have conversations with a lot of uh, young people especially younger than me and it's like oh man 
I don't know if I would do that, if I would go and talk to Wally and ask for an opportunity, at least try. And Because if you don't if, try, you've already failed. Yeah, yeah. And so many times I tried. Did it always work in my favor? No, no, it didn't. And before all these great things started happening, I crashed my face a billion times, a billion times. Um, I didn't have... I didn't have space to work in. I didn't have money to, 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 to buy the materials. I would literally buy, do the job, pay back for the material. But I was happy that I did the job and I could post it and someone saw that I'm doing something and that's where the traction begun. So we can't be hungry to, to make it to the top from the beginning. Nah, you gotta start right here and you appreciate more the process when it starts from ground zero. Because anytime something happens, you know exactly what happened on this level and how to get to get back. So it was just me um, being blunt and saying, guess what, I do this. Will you give me a chance? Yes, thank you, no, I'll try another place. The problem also is that a lot of people are too afraid to be seen starting from the bottom. Yeah, yeah, very much, absolutely, absolutely. Well, guess what? Starting from a bottom and, and making it somewhere, that's the story. I thought you were going to say that's starting from the bottom, now we're here. No, no, no. <laughs> I myself about those. <laughs> no, no, but no, for real. Like, that's the story. I want to hear a story of someone that really started, started with nothing and how they created that something rather than. You know, it's 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 fair to say, okay, you had a little bit, and then, you, man, the stories that make that impact to me are the ones that start from scratch. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, I love that, <laughs> guys. If you guys want to connect with Whitney before we forget, Whitney is active on Instagram. She's active on Facebook and LinkedIn. Well, you find on Facebook as well. Um, you can follow or add her as a friend. On Instagram, she is Whitney Leah, Whitney underscore Leah. I would include all of these links at the bottom in the, in, the, in, the, in the description. And by the way, if you love this podcast, click the follow button and the subscribe button below if you are on YouTube. And finally, you can find Whitney as well on LinkedIn and connect with her. Um, you will find her, their name is Whitney, spoke with a U, Chamuso. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Um, you, you mentioned that we met a long time ago that I finished. I left before you, finished before you. But what I, I want your, your, the people that are hearing this to know that when I met Wale, he was already doing business. And I thought, oh my gosh, this guy is so cool. He's so mature. He's already got his business going on. And let me tell you now, maybe I never got the chance to tell you, that was one of the triggers for me to want to do what I, what I do, what I did. Because you started in your home, and I remember I'm like, Wally, you're running out of space in your house. <laughs> yep. But you did that. So, yeah, thank you. Thank you for that inspiration as well. And I will never ever forget how much of um more than a friend of an inspiration that that we yeah that you are that you are and were 
Grace. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> and anyone that, um, that is wondering, that, that was around the time when I started my very first business. I was a student and I turned my room that I was renting into a warehouse. So it was my yeah. bed and I had goods all around me. I could hardly walk around anywhere. Yeah, that's yeah. that's <laughs> that was how that was how the first business started. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. I appreciate that, Whitney. Uh, <laughs> would you like to leave us with some final piece of advice? Anyone who's wanting to go the creative route or just have a vision for your life and what you want to accomplish? Um, first of all, is that um, things change and when you see that um, your plan or your vision is not going accordingly, you have to have the capacity to, 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 to adapt to change and move fast. Um, a quick example, I started in, in, with the creative world, I, it, it went very well for me and then um, it just wasn't sparking joy anymore because I had overcome that challenge and I wanted the next thing and I knew that I could do bigger things and it it wasn't exactly as an entrepreneur so my entrepreneurial career took me into the corporate world and working for someone and adding value to to another person's company another person's dream um it's 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 a bit crazy because you'd be like so you 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 went from being an entrepreneur to working someone I did because at this moment I feel like everything that I did for myself could add to this company. And then when I'm done adding here, I'll go back to a bigger vision for myself. So don't be scared to, to, to make those shifts around. Don't be scared to, to not be a label. I'm not gonna be a designer for the rest of my life. No, there's a bigger picture. I'm gonna jump into that. So don't, don't get stuck into one vision, one idea. There's so much stuff you can explore, so much stuff you could do. I don't want to live this life being just one Whitney. Like while they say on Instagram, my name is Whitney with a W because that's that person there. On LinkedIn, my name is Whitney with a U because that's another person there doing another type of thing with another type of vision. So um, explore, explore everything you have inside of you um, and, and inspire the world. There's someone... I'm looking at you, hearing you right now, and you can change their life. I'm Adewade Dejumo, and this is the Happy Like Builder Podcast. I would love to connect with you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Facebook, you can find me at Adewale Adejumo. On Instagram, at Wale Adejumo. And on Twitter, at Wale Adejumo. If you enjoyed that episode, please subscribe to the Happy Like Builder Podcast so that you do not miss new episodes we will release and i will see you on our next episode